Hi babies, welcome back to another episode of Probably Late to Something. Thank you guys so much for the support that you guys have given me. I have been keeping up with all of my DMs and I've been responding to as many of you as I can. And I will just say that during a time when I thought you guys would all hate me and be mad at me and disappointed in me, you guys have shown me so much love and there's not anything I could say that would like take the emotions out of my body and like prove to you how much I love you so I cannot thank you enough I'm genuinely so blessed to have such beautiful souls on this journey I know there's a lot of creators out there that have followers and such but I just think you guys are fucking warriors you're badasses you're so beautiful and you're so kind and i swear that energy is going to come back to you i think i told a few of you guys that the energy that you guys are sharing and putting out there will be returned to you my loves thank you so 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 much and again like i said you guys are fucking warriors so today we're talking about going into your villain motherfucking era and as some of you guys know that's like a tiktok trend now that was started by that girl cassie from euphoria she said if i'm the villain so fucking be it okay and we're just going to talk about how people make the villains seem bad right like normally in a show or a movie the main character is like the hero but what if the main character gets tired of the shit okay what happens then does it mean you're a bad person? No, I don't think so. Obviously, you're not Corella Deville or anything. Is that how you even say that from the 101 Dalmatians? You guys know what I'm saying. Or Ursula from um, Ariel. Uh, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. But there's ways to get into that villain era just about protecting yourself and your energy and what you really want to get out of this world. You know, I was told by my old, old, old manager when I was modeling in New York, she said, New York is crazy. You know, you're either a nail or a hammer. Which one do you want to be? Right? So I'm going to tell you a little story. And most of you guys maybe saw my video before I took it down of that stupid bitch. Excuse my language. I'm going to be cursing a lot in this episode because I'm just can't necessarily like pinpoint and and show you guys how much I just dislike these fucking people but um some of you guys saw that video that I posted dragging these hoes like dragging them dragging them through the mud because they tried to pick on me and normally like I said I would filter myself and think about the other person's feelings and kind of make myself feel guilty for being upset and try to take the high road. And I still want to do my best and I still want to take the high road, but sometimes you just need to stand up for yourself. Okay. So this is going to be a story time about how I'm stepping into my villa era and how you could do it too. So I'm first off going to just do a really deep story time on this topic. If you guys don't want to hear about it, you're more than welcome to skip over it. But here is the story time. So a long time ago, no, not a long time ago, I guess it was July 4th. I went with Ben to visit his family in Oklahoma. Keep in mind, this is the first time I am meeting any of these people, right? He has a really, really big family. He has four other siblings and all four of them have like five kids each like this is a gigantic family and 
when I go into a situation like this, obviously I love Ben. So I'm not going to go into a situation looking for drama or looking for like any sort of beef with anybody. Obviously you want the person that you love's family to love you and be close with you because that's just what, what else, what would you be accomplishing by making bad ties with people or putting bad blood out there when they're technically your family, right? So the week goes by and we end up having this gathering at one of the brother's house and all the wives are there where you're like kind of slowly meeting everyone and whatnot. And a lot of them are really, really sweet, especially like a lot of um, Ben's nieces are super sweet. And some of them are like around my age, like 23, 25, 30s, whatever. So I'm having a good time. We step out for a bit. We're like gone for a, a few hours or whatever. And then we come back. And keep in mind, earlier in the day, we were with um, Ben's brother and his wife, who is friends with this girl that is just, just, I don't know, an embarrassment to herself and all these other people. But anyway, so we are at our house. And I remember her saying, she's like, oh, my friend, Emily, like my friend, Emily, she is gonna come tonight and she's like oh she just loves getting so glammed up blah 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 I peeped it but I didn't like really care because I didn't know like what that like underlying meaning was you know so then later that night when we get to the house everyone's there um Ben's brother's sister her name's Angela I'm just gonna say her name I doubt any of you guys are gonna tell her and I doubt she's gonna watch this because she shouldn't because um, she's gonna get her feelings hurt again but so we're all there right I step outside um because Angela's like oh my god I want you to meet my friend my best friend Emily so I was like okay whatever I step outside Emily's there super pretty I'll give her that um terrible personality which ruins it you know you looks are not everything okay anyways so we step outside and I noticed that I shake her hand I was like hi I noticed her eyes went straight behind me to the window where you could see into the kitchen where Ben was and she bolts inside it was like she said hi to me for maybe 0.5 seconds and then ran inside right so I like had this feeling in my chest which I never get honestly so I was like you know what I'm going inside so I go inside and the first thing I hear her saying to Ben is you don't remember my name now I at this point just thought okay obviously Ben's attractive he's tall has sleeves like he's a handsome man and he's like the alpha in the room I'd say like your boyfriend or husband might like feel a little threatened by him I guess like hers I mean um so anyways I just kind of was like whatever brush it off I was in really baggy clothes like a giant shirt and like giant sweatpants so at that point I was like you know what I'm gonna change I was a little hot but I also wanted to assert my dominance by showing how amazing my boobies were so I changed into it uh like a crop top or whatever and um yeah so uh hours go by like I ended up taking a shot with her and Angela and whatever and then I'm sitting there and another family member walks up because I see Ben go upstairs I saw him go upstairs and then I see Emily go upstairs, right? So this film walks up and he goes, I don't trust her. Basically saying like, she's kind of sus. I don't know why she went up there. Like, obviously she saw Ben go up there. So she goes up there. Anyways, we end up going up and she like is just kind of like standing there like weird and then runs downstairs. And I asked Ben, I was like, what did she say anything to you? He's up there with his son. I guess she didn't know that his son was also up there. But, um... So I go up there. I'm like, Ben, like, did she say anything? And he goes, no, she just looked at me and then saw Jace and said, oh, and then ran into the back room. Keep in mind, upstairs, there is nothing. Um, there are two empty freaking bedrooms. 
okay, like empty. Like they have curtains up and no furniture, no nothing. So she just walks into one of those rooms for no reason. Okay, like I, I, I think she was trying to play it off because she didn't know his son was up there. That's just my personal opinion, obviously. And um, also I found out after this because I ended up making a video about like how this girl's like chasing up the steps like while her husband and her kids were at this gathering. Right. And I made a video about it and they all obviously pretty much thought that it was her out of respect for Ben. When Angela asked me about it, um, like a few days after, like the night before we were leaving in the morning to come back to Florida, she's like, who is that video about? Like, I hope it wasn't about me. I'm like, Angela, be quiet. You know exactly who it's about. But as I was about to say, Ben squeezed my shoulder because he didn't want me to start any drama. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to stay like, oh no, it's about someone else, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we come home. That story comes out. They're starting to comment on my TikToks, things like that. And I look at Ben because I'm like, maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe like I was just like overreacting and like maybe I just like, you know, was just in like wrong about the situation. And Ben goes, I didn't want to tell you this, but she also winked at me. I said, Ben, she what? That at that point, the rage filled my body i was like this whore i do not like you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you so then at that point like it was whatever they the her friends her like hairdressers or some shit were like commenting on my tiktok saying like oh she just went up there for her kids like i don't even think her kids were there at that point like i think her husband left with the kids and took them home because the mom was staying out which i do not give a fuck about when you're a mom when you're a parent like you deserve to have fun too so i'm not coming for her for that but i'm just like in general like that is so embarrassing like you thought he was gonna what cheat on me with you like come on girl and plus like your husband he's obviously a doctor and you can kind of tell what that situation is you do what you want with that information but that's exactly what i think um so anyways a month goes by and i'm thinking thank god i'm never going to oklahoma again i don't want to see that woman i don't really want to see angela my beef wasn't even with Emily. My beef was with, was with Angela. And this is exactly why I'll talk to you about it. So after the tragic news came out about Christopher Ben's son and, and his, him being in the hospital, and we had to go through that for like eight days or something like that. Like it was just a terrible, terrible time. While we're dealing with all of that, Emily keeps coming around. Angela is bringing Emily, even though they know the situation they are so bold to bring her around. So I heard she was at the hospital. Thankfully, she was not at the hospital any times that I was there. Um, the mother of the children was also like, "What do you know who this is? And Ben was like, no. Like, literally, I don't know why she's here. And keep in mind, every single time she showed up to any event, she did not look at Ben. She avoided Ben. Why are you there for his son when you can't even look at him and say, I'm sorry for your loss? Right. So I started getting a little upset about it, but obviously it was not the place. And I was trying to focus on just being there for Ben and taking care of him and making sure he felt loved and appreciated and, and, you know, being his strength, like someone that he could lean on during that time. We go to the flag raising because Christopher was beautiful enough and just all around a good person. So he decided to donate his organs. That's what he put on his driver's license. 
So we went to a flag raising that the hospital holds for people who do that because apparently it's very rare that people donate organs. So I went to the flag raising. I'm like holding Ben's arm. Like it's a very sad time. You know, there's a lot of emotions in the air. I look to my left and she's standing there in the back, like, like hiding, but she's still there. And again, doesn't look at Ben, doesn't say anything to me, doesn't say anything to either of us. Why the fuck are you there? Why the fuck are you there? At that point, I got so livid just by not even her being just a stupid bitch, but by my sister-in-law being so rude and like woman to woman, like we don't live there. We were there for a tragic moment and we live in Florida. You live there and that is your friend. You can see her any time of day, any freaking day of the week. And you are choosing to purposely bring her around when you know that there's some like discomfort there. Sorry, my phone just rang. Anyway, so that's when I got in the car when we were leaving. And I was like, Ben, she was there. And he was like, I know she's so awkward. She like literally turned away from me and like, won't like just completely didn't make eye contact with me. He's like, it's so weird. Like, why is she doing that? And I said, because we were all going back to his brother's house, not the one that's married to Angela, but another one, because we ended up leaving the hotel because we were spending so much money on that hotel. And at that point, Chris wasn't in the hospital anymore. That was across the street. So we were like, all right, let's just stay with your brother until after the service when we can go home. So I told Ben, I was like, if she shows up at this house that I am stuck sleeping at, I'm going to attack. Like I I was going to do it. And Ben said, don't worry. Like she's not going to be that bold to show up at our house. It's also the first, the night before her children and all the kids first day of school. It's that night. Right. And at this point it's like 10 o'clock at night. It's late. Like we, me and Ben were trying to go to Chris's house and go to sleep. We get there. Um, family members come over family only. And even Rob and Angela, well, Ben's brother and that wife, they left, like they weren't even at the house. And I'm sitting there like looking at my phone or something. I'm getting really tired. I'm wanting Ben to go into the room with me, but he's ordering the plane tickets to get back to Florida. And he looks at me and he says, don't look up now, but guess who just walked in? I look up and it's that stupid fucking bitch. Like it's your kid's first day of school in the morning and you're coming over to someone's house. Like it's a party or a fun night out. We just came from a flag raising for Ben's son and you're walking into the house that we're staying at. And like, I got so livid, like, and Ben said, please don't say anything. Like he didn't want me to say anything because his kids were there and it's a stressful day and I get it. But my face got so bright red and my hands started shaking because I wanted to jump from the couch and push her into the pool or something or just drag her body just around and like pick her up by her stupid fucking disgustingly long eyelashes and just fling her around the room like um a fan or something play a fucking helicopter with her i i just wanted to go crazy and like let my rage out and i wasn't allowed to so instead of raging i went into the room and i started crying like you know that type of like anger where you can't do anything so you just start crying that's exactly what ended up happening and um then ben was like trying his best to like keep it calm and collected i'm trying my best to not 
get upset in front of him because like he just was going through so much. So it was just all in all just a really t- difficult time. Not to mention also that, you know, Ben was married for almost 20 years before me. They had five children together, two were adopted. So that entire time I'm also around Ben's ex-wife who, you know, isn't too keen of me. Um, I don't think she has any personal problems with me, but I think that there's just that, you know, awkward type of treatment. I don't know. It was just very awkward and uncomfortable. She doesn't really look me in the eye or like talk to me or anything like that, which is whatever. But, um, so this was just the icing on the cake. I'm like, I'm dealing with the ex-wife already and all of her family and all of Ben's family that I barely know in this difficult, just like just terrible, horrific time. But now this stupid bitch wants to come around. Oh my God. Anyway, so we ended up, Ben was like, please just come upstairs and watch a movie with me. So I walk out there. I give her the nastiest death glare that I think I could have possibly mustered up my body. I went upstairs. Ben's brother was there, not the one with the wife, the wife that's friends with her because they were gone. Um, the one that owns the house. And I looked at him and I said, since Ben's not going to say this, I'm going to say it to you. Can you ask that girl to leave? Like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm supposed to be sleeping here. I'm just uncomfortable. Like, I hate this so much. Like, I just want to cry. Like, I want to go home. I miss my mom. I was in, you know, a different state dealing with the the toughest thing any person could deal with, especially, obviously, the parents and the the siblings and everything. And I was just trying my hardest to be, like, strong for them. But I was also just, like homesick i miss my puppies i miss my mama i missed my friends like i just felt so alone there you know and um more anyways let's fast forward right so that whole thing passes whatever um then this whole thing came out of my mugshot and all that situation and the girls Emily and Angela and Ben's brother are so interested in the drama because all they do is drink wine and talk shit, which fine. I get it. We can all talk shit sometimes, whatever. But like, also this is your like family, like you weirdos get a life. You guys keep in mind, they're older. Like the, 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 the man is 57 years old. I didn't really have any beef with him. I just like kind of see him as he is. And then the, um, the wife thing, you're in your thirties guys. Like, let's calm down. Like, let's, let's act our age, you know? Um, so anyways, Ben ends up letting it slip days later. He is such a sweetheart. He always wants to make sure that he doesn't tell me certain things, not to be sneaky or, 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 you know, lie to me, but he just knows that I'm going to get upset. So he's like, do I tell Malia this information? I don't know. So, um, and that's the only reason he didn't tell me about the wing because he didn't want me because I was drinking that night. So he didn't want me to like slap her. Um, so anyways, but fast forward, he's like, yeah. And she did, by the way, make a video. I said, huh? Who made a fucking video? I said, Ben, who made a video? He's like, Emily. So I go to the stupid bitch's page on TikTok and I see she made a video saying like when a former bully, um, you find out that a former bully's mugshot's being released and going viral. I was like, you're going down, honey. At that point, I was like, Ben, I'm not biting my tongue. These stupid bitches are coming for me and I'm done. So I just 
put on my villain crown and I dragged them, you know, I dragged them. I talked about Emily and exposing her for winking at Ben, even though she has a husband, even though they also tried to say it was her eyelash and she was trying to get something out of her eye. Like, do you really think that we're that dumb that we can't tell the difference between you having something in your eye and then winking and also like male, female, whatever the hell, it's really pretty simple to notice when someone is trying to flirt with you like I can tell when a man is into me and I can and Ben can tell when a woman is into him you know even I could tell that she was into him because I was like feeling these like weird feelings and I'm not I'm genuinely I, I don't think I'm that jealous of a person like I trust my fiance like I don't think he's looking at anyone else because he knows damn well he's not gonna find any better yeah yeah but yeah so when that happened I was just like I went off and my video was blowing up because I really did drag Angela a bit more just because I take it more personal because she's supposed to be my sister-in-law and instead she's like trying to bully me when I didn't do anything to her. She's trying to like talk shit about me and put me down and in some weird way like rooting for you know our relationship me and Ben's relationship to fall apart like the man just lost his son and you want him to go through a breakup as well. Like, why are you so interested? Like, why are you so intrigued? And we also found out that while we were in Oklahoma dealing with all this stuff in the hospital, they were also trying to dig at for information about us to other people. And these people ended up telling us. So it's just like all around, like they weren't good people. So I said, if you're going to talk about, you know, me and want information on me, why don't we let everyone know that you cheated on your husband while he was serving for a country in Afghanistan? You know, like maybe, maybe we should talk about that. You know, maybe we should talk about the fact that you're still sitting on the couch every day that your husband's and his ex-wife used to do it on. The ex-wife literally broke into your house and took pictures of all the furniture that they did it on and then sent it to you. And you are still sitting on that furniture every day. I would, I would go crazy and I would burn the house down if anything ever happened to me like that. Like absolutely no fucking way. So I was just you know, giving them what they were giving me, you know, don't stay in the kitchen if you can't handle the fucking heat, bitch. That's what they all fucking say. So yes, I kind of rest my case now. Um, they did end up reaching out to Ben and obviously I asked Ben for permission kind of before I posted that. And he was like, you know what? I made you be quiet in, um, Oklahoma. So he's like, have at it, do what you want. And he's like, these people are picking on you. And he's like, you're my fiance. I'm going to you know, have your back. I don't want to bring any drama to Ben. So I want to do better. But like, at the same time, I was just like, fuck you. Fuck you. And then they texted Ben and were like, why is Malia coming for Angela? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, don't. And then they said I was starting all this drama. I said, don't fucking pretend. Put your big girl panties on and be a woman and admit your shit. Like, I, I hate when people act like their shit doesn't stink. No one is fucking perfect and there was no fucking way i'm gonna believe that you didn't send that tiktok back and forth to each other and like laugh at it and be like ha ha her mugshot's going viral blah 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 you're hating ass bitches i don't know if it's because i'm really super sexy and i have an amazing personality and that intimidates you as women and makes you feel less of yourself because you're haters and you can't just acknowledge another woman's beauty and not let it take away from your own like we could have been friends but y'all chose y'all chose to to go the wrong way and y'all chose to fuck with the wrong one so 
I posted my shit and I talked my shit and I don't think I'm going to keep holding back. You know, I don't think I'm going to take that shit anymore from anybody. Like I'm just not. Um, my mom tried to make me feel really bad about it. I was like, take that down. Like that's not how a woman acts. And I was like, mama, I'm sorry, but they wanted to tussle. And you know, by saying I'm starting all this drama, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Cause that video was a response. That wasn't me starting it. Like I've never thought about you since I've been home. I don't talk about you. I don't care about you. Um, but you guys still cared about me. You guys cared about literally laughing at my downfall. And you all are in your 30s. I'm 22. Like, come on. Like, as women, that's just pathetic and sad. So I took, I, I'm going to talk my shit. Also, it was funny because right after I posted that video, 20 minutes later, her account got banned. I don't know if that's because it genuinely got banned. I don't know if that's because y'all are freaking warriors and went to war on her TikTok. I have no idea, but the TikTok got banned. Um, but then they reported my video. So my video got taken down for bullying right? Like so stupid. Even though the TikToks of my mugshot releasing my address and my number and all that stuff went all over TikTok. And every time I reported it, TikTok said it wasn't a violation. Like that's my personal info. I'm just calling these girls whores on TikTok and like you got upset. Like I don't, I don't get it. Um, but obviously we don't want to like stoop too low and like become like these people that just like constantly hate like I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like stalking her Instagram and be like look how ugly like that's not the type of energy that I want like in my little villain area I just want to make sure that you know if you bite me I'm gonna bite back a thousand times harder and that'll be the last bite there there's not gonna be anything left you know what I mean I'm going to eat it all and I ate it all and left no fucking crumbs. I guess that could also be tied into just setting boundaries. You know, you don't have to be rude or hateful. You know, sometimes it's fun to add a little bit of spice in there. That's my area is just like coming out. I cannot stop her. But you don't have to be a bitch to like be in your villain era. Like just set your boundaries and, and get rid of relationships that don't have reciprocal energy. Like it's so easy to go out there and be kind and kind and kind and kind thinking that you're taking the high road. But in general, you can just find nasty individuals that will suck the life out of you and not give you anything back and i don't think that we should feel bad for protecting our own energy i think it should be something that's taught more often especially to like young girls when you're in high school and you're like finding boys that you like or girls whatever the case may be whatever i do not care but like you know what i mean like when you're when you're in high school when you're in that setting you're not taught like genuinely like how you should be treated i i've talked about this so many times i i, I use that like disney reference you know like in the disney movies i always have like the princess it's a damsel in distress and then the prince coming to save her and whatever i think you're at a young age taught just to look outwards for love and validation you know, and acceptance and approval and whatnot, when you should really be looking internally. Because when you're dating, when you're young and making friends, when you're young, you have no idea what you would require or what you would want from a friendship or a relationship because you haven't yet been strong enough in your own sense of self and self-worth to even figure that out yet. You know, I think that we need to end this whole, I'm going to take the high road. I'm going to give you this and give you that and give you that no matter how bad you treat me. No, Baby boo, you're gone. I think the whole villain era, like, so fucking be it vibe is really, really sexy. I feel like it's empowering in ways that, like, make you spicy. I don't know if I'm making sense, but, like, it's like I am so powerful in myself that even if you don't like what I'm doing that's better for me and myself, I don't give a fuck. 
you know, and I think something about that is just amazing. I think it's amazing. Obviously, it's it, there's a difference between going out there and literally looking for people to step on and shit on versus just like going out, taking care of yourself and your needs, being kind, you know, as much as you can. And then if someone just has a problem with you, because people will always find a problem with you. You know, there's there's always going to be one person that doesn't like you. And and I definitely found that out when all this stuff was coming out about me. There was people just coming from, oh my God, I did I never even talked about this. Like I made a video like about me, like my mugshot, like the funny one that was like, you ain't going to do shit. And then you saw like my mugshot, whatever. I did a video on that. And these girls were coming out saying like, we're going to dog walk you, blah, 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 blah. Come to find a finey come to find out they were like friends with molly's ex which like molly dated years ago like i don't know why you're concerned with me the only reason you would hate on your ex's new girl is if she's you think she's better than you like that's the only reason you don't ever because if because if you didn't you would be like oh whatever like nah you stalk me you look at everything i do because you think i'm better than you you know like that's that's fine but like you just screamed that at me when you told me you were gonna come and fight me or whatever the hell like i'm like who even are you and this wasn't even about you like it was really so embarrassing for them like i was like genuinely laughing like and not laughing like crying laughing because i'm like actually like really like sad about it like no just genuine like genuine laughing i was actually at the shooting range with my fiance when i saw this i was like girl pull up pull up come on like my aim is dead on like legit so don't even don't even try me like that but yeah like there's always gonna be someone out there hating on you for no fucking reason like what 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 i could never imagine being a hater genuinely like i know i've had my moments where like i'd be like i remember a few years ago like four years ago like i was in college and i saw this girl with a really fat ass but i was with an ex-boyfriend at the time so i was like oh she's really not even that cute and then i literally sat there and thought to myself wait like she actually did absolutely nothing she's actually really cute and her butt is really great the only reason i said that is because i don't have a butt like hers and it makes me upset so I, like i had that moment of like realization i was like oh that's my own insecurities coming out and it's making me not like a girl that could be nice and we could po- probably be friends you know what i mean so yeah, there's always gonna be someone hating on you. Might as well do what you want. Like I'm tired of being told like you're too bold or you're too loud or you're too no. I'm going to do what I want when I want. I'm going to say what I want. I'm gonna laugh as loud as I possibly fucking can, and I'm not going to give a fuck if it offends you or affects you. I'm gonna wear what I want to wear, and you know, like it's just I'm, you. You have to be bold. Turn up your personality a whole bunch like turn it up a thousand percent and enjoy that embody that boldness and that sexiness because that's what rihanna would do i mean shit look at megan the stallion you think she's sitting here like oh my god people think i shake my ass too much like no baby we're all just trying to shake our ass as good as you can like that is that is that is an important thing that i'm going to say again what would megan do that's like the first thing i ask myself in the morning when i wake up what would megan do what would rihanna do what would beyonce do what would they do Okay, that's what we're going to start doing from here on out, and we're not going to do anything else. Also, what would Jesus do? But mainly right now, what would Megan do? And honestly, too, it's like, it's so easy to like wait for things to happen or like wait for other people to join you. Like, say you want to do something and you're like, oh, I have to wait for a friend or a friend group or no, 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 you don't do it by yourself. Do it even if other people aren't doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when I would pick out, like, outfits and tattoos and things like that. I would screenshot it and I would send it to all my friends. Be like, what do you think? Like, what? Malia, huh? 
what what does it matter what they think do you like it like do you like what what is that like it's that like immediate need for like reassurance that you're not going to look bad or that it's not a bad idea like I get it obviously in certain circumstances but most of the time like you just what are you doing you're asking other people for advice on something that you already know that you like that's why you took the screenshot in the first place no no baby no, 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 baby. And you know what else? I remember doing things like t- typing out a message, like defending myself or something and then asking a friend like, is this too much? No, it's perfect. I'm going to tell you right now, it's fucking perfect. And obviously you have the angel on your shoulder and the devil on your shoulder. I'm, I'm coming to like a, a, a medium, like an equilibrium with the both of them. I'm trying to find that balance of like all peace and love, but I'll fuck your shit up if you try me. I, that's just... That's where I feel like I'm heading um, as a person and as a woman, and I'm not ashamed of it at all. And I was reading some of Amber Rose's quotes from her book, How to Be a Bad Bitch, and I want to read one of them to you because I think it's just perfect. It says, your sex appeal or beauty isn't defined by anyone else. You are your own audience, your own VIP. And I love that Like part of the villain era thing is that you are the main character. You know, like don't walk into a room and look at somebody else and think about you from their perspective. Like what? No, you think about yourself from your own perspective. You walk into a room with your head held high. You do not let other people and their opinions of you dictate how you feel about yourself. It's so easy to like, I remember when I was younger, I'll tell you a story about like me getting bullied. When I was younger, I always called myself a queen. Like this was this was ingrained into my body at a very early age. I think I talked about my grandparents being very, very like dance, dance, dance. My grandma is was a little different. Um, she believes in a lot of things that other people wouldn't necessarily believe in, but she told me that I was a queen mermaid from the fifth dimension in my past life. And I was also George Washington reincarnated. Anyways, so I grew up hearing that I was this queen mermaid and all this stuff. So that's kind of where that queenies thing. And I don't know if some of you guys have seen that um, portrait hanging in my house of me that when I was like seven years old, my grandmother took me to get a like painted portrait of me with a mermaid tail and a seashell. Literally, like that's how deeply this has been ingrained into my brain. So when I was in elementary school or middle school, maybe. It was middle school, yeah. I um, was saying something. I was like, I'm a queen. And like the girls would just be mean. I don't know. I wasn't really a cool girl ever growing up. Um, I was a loner. I Even in high school, I think I've talked about this again too. I would always eat lunch like in the bathroom to the point where I would like put my feet up on the toilet so people didn't see. Like literally that movie scene. I was very insecure and very like worried. And I constantly overthought myself. And I constantly thought everyone was looking at me. And I constantly just like only cared about what other people thought it was sad and i don't know in in act so when people say like oh i can never be that confident yes you can yes you can but it starts by you admitting that you can be it doesn't start by you saying that you can't like you stop limiting yourself like you know like you have to catch these thoughts and you have to reprocess and you have to put in a different a different thing if you think i can't do it you have to catch that in your brain and then you have to say out loud i can i fucking can because guess what baby you fucking can. I promise. Life is all about growing and learning and evolving. If you are telling yourself that you can't do something, stop that. You know that you can. You are so much stronger than you believe. But so this story, I said that I was like, I'm a queen. 
And then this boy walked up because I guess he overheard me saying that. This, like, stupid little 11-year-old, like, oh, my God, if I could just flick him in the face now, I totally would. Um, And he was like, no, you're not. You're Orange Girl. So at that point, everyone started calling me Orange Girl. I thought for a very long time it was the color of my skin because I'm, like, mixed. So I have, like, a naturally tan glow that now everybody fucking spray tans themselves. Nothing wrong with spray tanning. But, like, come on now. People used to hate on freckles and they hated on, like, orange skin and whatever. And now everyone's out here literally doing the Fox filters and all that shit. So whatever. Anyways, um, know who started that first. Uh, But anyway, so they started calling me Orange Girl. So I went home and at first I was really sad about it. I was like, why are they calling me orange girl? My, my friends later, cause I brought that up years later. She's like, don't you think it's cause of your hair? I was like, huh, maybe I don't know. Anyways. So I asked my grandma, I was like, can you take me to the mall? And she's like, what? I was like, I need new things for school. She's like, okay, whatever. So I went to the, what is it called? Journeys or something like that, where you had all those like Jansport backpacks that everyone used to wear in middle school. Do you guys remember that? And I bought a neon orange backpack, neon orange vans, and I got myself a neon orange lanyard. I didn't realize at the time what I was doing, but after in that moment, orange became my favorite color. And like reflecting on that story now just makes me so proud of myself because even though I was still insecure when I went to school with my neon orange backpack. I own that. I said, if you want to call me orange girl, I'll be motherfucking orange girl. And then the next week I saw someone with like a neon orange backpack as well. So it was just, it's just the way that you process things is really powerful. You can be your worst enemy or you can be your biggest fucking hype girl. So you just have to make that choice every day when you wake up, you know, you set your intentions and, and be consciously aware, like take deep breaths throughout the day. I think I've talked about this before too. Like we're naturally born belly breathers. Like if you put your hand on your stomach and take a deep breath, your, your stomach will rise, like your hand will rise. But instead throughout, you know, growing up and, and, and years past, we deal with anxiety and stress and nervousness. So our chest closes up and now we breathe with our chest. So when you take a deep breath, most people breathe. And if you put your hand on your chest, you'll see your chest rises and it's not in your belly anymore. So I always breathe through my belly. I, I use ujjayi breathing, which is like making white sounds with your like white noise sounds with your breath. Like I'll, I'll, I'll breathe into the mic. Hopefully this isn't weird, but like Kind of sounds like a like a wave or something, but I'm telling you, if you set an alarm on your phone for every couple hours, or if you have an Apple Watch, I know they do like breathing exercises on that as well. But if you like stop at certain parts of your day and just take ten of those deep breaths, like it will completely like center you and yourself. Especially if you're having anxiety, breathing. I cannot tell you guys enough how much breathing will help you in life. That's what mainly all of yoga is it's connecting your body with your breath and there's a lot of power in that I got my yoga instructing license when I was 19 years old and those like three weeks were literally the best weeks of my life I still like to this day I'll like look back and I I used to say that that was the happiest time of my life but I don't want to keep saying that because I know that I'm kind of like 
programming my brain to believe that I won't ever be that happy again. But instead I'm like, no, like that was a very beautiful time in my life. And there are many, many more to come. And instead of like viewing it in that way, like I'll never get that again. I'm like, what was I doing then? It's different than what I'm doing now. So, you know, now I'm reading again and I'm trying not to be as attached to objects. Like when I was doing that, I was a very spiritual person. Like I had no, no, like part of my body was shaved. Like I had long arm hair that I dyed purple. I know people are like, you know, people don't see eye to eye on that and that's completely fine. You do not have to obviously program bare hair. I shave everything now. But at the time I was just like, I don't care what you think about me. I, I let my hair go out poofy all the time, like frizz everything. Like I just wanted to be natural the way that my body was at that time. And I also gave up TV and I gave up like social media. I like deleted my Instagram for a while and like I wasn't doing any filters or anything like that. And I was just laughing all the time. Like I would get these overwhelming feelings of joy within my body. And it was just like so beautiful. Like I genuinely will never forget that time. And I'm so proud of myself for being able to do that at such a young age. And, and you guys for watching, like you don't understand how like listening to podcasts and like growing as a person. And Oh, by the way, like so thankful like I was listening to a podcast this morning and I was thinking like I can't believe you beautiful people wake up and you genuinely want to hear me talk and like like I, I it's just so I appreciate you guys so much I don't I don't I can't I can't put it into words it like makes me want to cry every time I think about it like you guys are warriors you guys are my little freaking army of beautiful angel goddesses and I am so happy that you are here but yes, babies, like I just try to jump into your villain era, like be bold, be brave. Don't wait for other fucking people to like do something with you. Set your boundaries up, take care of yourself, put yourself first, start doing the things that you love. You know, like when we're younger, we'll do, we'll, 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 we'll dedicate the time to something. Like when we come home from school, our parents are like, do your homework. And we're like, no, I want to play video games. Or no, I want to do this puzzle. Or no, I want to ride my bike outside in the neighborhood. And now we overthink everything and we overanalyze everything. And we force ourselves to not do the things that we want to do or the things that truly make us happy because what? They don't make us enough money or they we think they're stupid or not important. No. Ask yourself genuinely how many times you do a hobby that genuinely brings you happiness. Like what are you doing every day that makes you happy? You know? You have you have to really be putting in that effort to feel happy or or you kind of you kind of just won't, you know? But again, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you, you sexy, bad, fucking beautiful goddesses. I send you all so many hugs. Make sure to check out the podcast Instagram at probably late to something. And again, um, comment below about the hoodies if you want them, if you don't want them or whatnot. Also, any ideas on anything you want me to speak on? I'm thinking about opening a PO box. Let me know if you guys want to like start sending in some stories that I can read out loud and just talk about or give any advice that I can't obviously even though I'm a human being and I still make mistakes and I'm not a perfect person I try my best to just like give advice like a big sister or just like a best friend like you know so thank you guys so much for tuning in I hope you have a beautiful day love you